flatulent. Okay. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> Praise the Lord tonight. Wednesday night Bible study. Um, Praise God for you. Praise God for being here tonight and um, for the opportunity to, to continue to share his word. Amen. You share God's word, you share encouragement. Praise the Lord. You, you share the word of God, you share strength. And um, we all need encouragement and strength. Amen. Amen. Along this journey. No superman, no superwomen. Amen. Amen. No bionic woman. Amen. Six million dollar men, none of that. Amen. We, we we are frail creatures, and we need the Lord. Amen. Amen. And we need um, the encouragement of one another. And so, I'm just glad to every time I come, um, and every time you come, hopefully um, we come together and and we leave encouraged. Amen. Amen. Um, to go forward and fight a little harder, a little stronger. Believe God a little bit more, Amen. Amen. Uh, pursue Him a little bit harder, right? Just every, you know, little by little, right? Getting better and better and better, going from faith to faith. And so, hopefully, that's what's happening in your life, and we're praying that that's what's going to happen tonight. Amen. Amen. Um, we're continuing with our Bible study, um, and um, we started this at the top of the year, and we're going to continue as long as the Lord uh, says. Um, and you know, our overarching topic is living by faith. And so we've been talking about that for the first, what, three weeks or so. Yeah. Um, and we're going to continue tonight talking about living by faith. And last week we started to, you know, put some specifics on this that, um, touch where we live. Because how many of you know that? The Bible is not some book that we're learning some interesting facts from. That's not right. that's not the point. Mm -hmm. It's it's really a, a an instruction manual for living, amen. And not only just living, but living victoriously, living triumphantly, um, being the head and not the tail. God teaches us to do that because that's our heritage in yeah. Him, yeah. and so we want to be able to take. Uh, the principles of God and he wants us to apply them specifically to our lives yeah. so that as we live each day we live in more and more victory taking more and more territory yeah. from the enemy bringing it out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light amen yeah. mm -hmm. and so um, we were talking about living by faith that's an overarching topic, um, but where, you know, the Lord is leading us now to now delve into some specifics concerning living by faith. And we started last week with faith for healing, and we're going to continue with that tonight. Amen. Let's pray first, and then we'll get into the scriptures that the Lord has prepared for us. Amen. Let's Amen. pray. Father, we bless your holy yes, name. Glory Father. to God. We thank you, Lord. For your goodness, oh God, uh, for your excellence, yes, Father. for your majesty, oh God. We thank you, God, for your divine favor and your mercy and your yes, grace. God, thank you. And Father, we thank you now for being here tonight to hear and to study your word. Father, we can't do it alone, so we pray that the Holy Spirit will lead us into all the truth of your word. Yes, Father. And that, Father God, that you will break up the fallow ground in our heart. That, Father, that we will present unto you as good ground for the seed of God to be sown into our spirit. Father, yes. we thank you right now for increase. Glory to God. We yes, thank you for Lord. increase you, tonight. An increase in wisdom, knowledge, under this understanding, discernment, and revelation. Increase, we believe, is yes, ours. Father, and so, Father, we thank you for it. Father, we just ask you now to have your way. We turn everything over into your hands. And we yes. give you the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord for increase. So we talked about faith for healing last week. Amen. And um you know, when we started talking about this, in fact, let's, let's read a couple of scriptures that lay the, the groundwork. We're going to go back to Isaiah 53. Um, we're going to go to Isaiah 53, and then we're going to go to Matthew 8. Okay, so we'll, we'll start off in Isaiah 53. 
and then we'll go to Matthew 8. And in, in Isaiah 53, we will read verses 4 and 5. King James Version. And it says, Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. Amen. And so we started there last week, and we used that as a foundational scripture as well. And wanted to start there, but again, we're going to go to Matthew uh, 8 as well. Um, but we're talking about having faith for healing. And here in the scriptures, it, it lets us know that Jesus was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, for our wrongdoing. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Amen. And, you know, as believers, we have leaned on this scripture, believed on this scripture, quoted this scripture, prayed this scripture, uh, fasted over this scripture, um, believing on healing for ourselves or for someone else. But as we talked about last week, healing, you know, uh, is a tough topic sometimes because it appears that God does not always heal, right? We have evidence of that in our lives. Mm -hmm. Um, and yet we're talking about having faith for healing. And as we said last week, one of the things that, you know, we will um, sometimes get to a point if, you know, we pray for a loved one and God doesn't heal that person, they may end up dying. Mm -hmm. they, they may end up getting worse or certainly not getting better. And it can lead to not only disappointment, but disillusionment. Like we begin to think, well, what's going on here? Yes. And, you know, some even conclude, well, no sense in me praying yes. because God's going to do what he wants anyway. And if you just think about the statement, no sense in me praying, when Jesus took time to say, when ye pray, do this. And Jesus, you know, uh, taught uh, a parable that, um, established a lesson that men ought to always pray and not to faint. Mm -hmm. And the Bible says, pray without ceasing. Then you understand that any thought that says, why should I pray, doesn't come from heaven. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't. Amen. Right. Heaven, the message from heaven is pray. Amen. The, he right. the message from heaven is always pray. Pray without ceasing. Um, you know, and Anything else is not from God if it's going to say don't pray. But having said that, I don't know of any believer who has gone through some things, and especially when it comes to healing and the disappointment in that area or, the, or the, you're not understanding why God didn't do what you prayed and asked for him to do. Mm -hmm. It can lead you to go, well, then what's the use? Yeah. And that's not saying it's right. It's just saying it is, right? <laughs> That's just something that, that happens. Mm -hmm. And we can admit that we do things and doesn't mean just because we do them that they're right. Doesn't mean that it's what God wants us to do, right. but we could either fake and act as if we don't do it, <laughs> or we can fake and act like we're doing something that we know is wrong and it's right. Yeah. Or we can just acknowledge, yeah, I do that. And yeah, I know it's not right. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Um, we can be real with it, in, 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 in other words. Um, but listen, you know, there are so many people who have this testimony. Yeah. We have the testimony, yes. right? I mean, those of you who know us know that, you know, our son Joseph was in a car accident on you know june 4th 2015 and we prayed mm -hmm. and there were other saints praying mm -hmm. and we're believers and the next day he was gone mm -hmm. and you know it's like where's the healing and even that back up the truck a little bit where was the protection yes Right? Because, yeah. you know, we yeah. dwell in the secret place of the Most High. No evil shall befall yes. thee kind of stuff. Right? So we can back it up. Where was the protection? Why the accident in the first place? We were praying. And then the accident comes. He's hurt. 
We're praying for healing. There's no healing. So now we can go no protection and no healing. healing. What's the use? Yeah. We I, we get it, right? So this is not a situation where the where the teacher is just simply saying some stuff out of the textbook. Amen. 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 We've been there. You've been there. Amen. And and Amen. this is a story that can be told with sons and with daughters and with husbands and with wives, with grandmamas and mom, moms and dads and siblings and best friends, people mm -hmm. we've prayed for, we've earnestly prayed, the whole church was praying, the whole yeah. church was praying and fasting, and yet, nothing. It can lead to disappointment and disillusionment. But yet and still, God is calling us, amen, the Bible hasn't changed, the just shall live by faith. Yeah. And so we have to live by faith and we have to live by faith in this area of healing as well. Amen. Uh, it, God calls on us to do that. And so, you know, well, why doesn't God heal? We talked about that a little bit last week and just want to touch on it briefly, right? Why doesn't God heal? We talked about James 4 and 2. James 4 and 2 says you have not because you ask not. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we don't ask to be healed. I'm not saying that happens all the time. And as we said last week, we present these why doesn't God always heal? Not as some exhaustive list or some definitive list, as if we know everything. We don't. We know in part. Um, and certainly some of these things may apply or they may not. But these are the types of things that we can look at from sometimes. Because mm -hmm. as I said last week, I'm surprised sometimes when it comes to myself, not so much for others, that I don't pray for ailments that I have. Sometimes I'm yeah. thinking, hey, in a couple of days, my leg will feel better. Mm -hmm. And so I don't even ask God to take the, this unexplained pain out of my leg. Right. And then sometimes I catch myself and say, why haven't I asked God? <laughs> right. right? When it lingers longer than I thought it would. So sometimes we don't ask. And we talked about, too, last week, that idea when people say, pray for my mom, she's going to have an operation. You go, I'm going to pray for her. And then you go about your business and you forget to pray for that person's mm -hmm. mom. And we said that one of the cures for that is pray right there, right? right? Before you leave your friend, before you hang up the phone with whoever you're talking to, pray right there. Yeah. Because sometimes we don't have because we don't ask. Yeah. Um, another time, another thing we said, sometimes is sin and disobedience gets in the way. Mm -hmm. And we see that in James 5. 15 and 16. Um, and then here's another area where this gets dicey. In fact, we'll come back to this one because this one really gets dicey. Let, let's go to another one. Sometimes we don't want it. And, 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 and I think this is rare, but it can happen. Some people glory in their stuff, in their suffering. Yes, thank you. In their suffering because it gets them attention. attention. And I know that's that's not rightful thinking, but all the times we don't think right, mm -hmm. you know. That man by the pool of Bethesda was an example of that. Right. Jesus mm -hmm. said, do you want to be healed, right? And he said, well, you know, every time I try to get in the water, somebody gets in front of me and blah, 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 blah. blah. Mm -hmm. And Jesus said, man, take up your bed and walk. I added the man part. He didn't right. say that. But... <laughs> That's that's how I hear it in my spirit. Like, Jesus didn't want to hear all that. Like, man, take up your bed and walk. But he was giving him all these excuses. Mm -hmm. And all Jesus asked him, do you want to be healed? Yeah. You know? And that man was in that condition for 38 years. Right? Yeah. And and it seemed to me that you read the scripture, like he he reveled in his suffering. Yeah. Woe is me. Every time I try to do something, everybody beats me. <laughs> and Jesus just said, take up your bed and walk. So sometimes, amen, some people would rather hold on to their things. They name their stuff, right? Yeah. You know, their, their, their bunion is Betsy. Their corn is, 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 is Karen. <laughs> <laughs> they name their they name their ailments, you know. Um, sometimes we don't want it. Is that always the case? No, but sometimes it is. Um, we talked about God's sovereignty. We have to realize God is sovereign, and God sees the whole picture. He sees the end from the beginning, and we don't. Yeah. And so that incomplete picture means we have incomplete knowledge, and that incompleteness means that we can't possibly understand everything that's going on. Right. And that's just, you know, something that we have to deal with. But then the other thing is, is the absence or lack of faith. 
And we saw this with the disciples on the boat, right? Mm -hmm. When the storm arose and they said, Master, don't you care? We perish. And then Jesus rebuked, you know, the, the, the wind. He spoke to the, to the seas and then he rebuked the disciples and said, Where, how is it that you have no faith? Right. Mm -hmm. Right. But we also see that in other uh, ways that um, Jesus said to the woman with the issue of blood, you know, go your way. Your faith has made you whole. Mm -hmm. Right. He said to the blind man, you know, according as you have believed, be it done unto you. Yes. And so we see that there, there's a link, right, to, mm -hmm. hey, if you believe. And that's a tough one because immediately we could get defensive. Yeah. Oh, you're telling me I don't believe? No, I'm not telling you that you don't believe. Just saying that could be an issue. Right. And instead of assuming that your belief is rock solid, see, sometimes when you get to the point where you just know you're good, mm -hmm. that's a danger sign. Yeah. Because you don't really examine whether you really are good. Right. So it's always a good idea to not assume anything. Mm -hmm. Amen. But here's another thing. Um, we're going to go to Matthew 8, but before we go to Matthew 8, let's go to um, Acts chapter 3. Um, in Acts chapter 3, just to summarize, this is when Peter and John went to the temple at the third hour, and they, was, and they saw the man who was lame in his feet mm -hmm. at the gate called Beautiful, and they healed him, remember? Mm -hmm. Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have mm -hmm. I give unto you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And they picked him up, and he walked, he jumped, he was praising God, right? So let's go to verse 11. It says, um, the lame man was healed, and all the people ran together unto them in the porch that is called Solomon's, greatly wondering. And when Peter saw it, he answered the people and said, Ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? Or why look ye so earnestly on us, as though by our own power or holiness, we had made this man to walk. The God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified his son Jesus, whom you delivered up mm -hmm. and denied him in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. But you denied the Holy One and the just and desired a murderer, Barabbas, to be granted unto you and killed the Prince of Life, whom God has raised from the dead, whereof we are witnesses. And then verse 16 is the key. Very important. Peter says, And his name through faith in his name, has made this man strong, whom ye see and know. Yea, faith which is by him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. So notice what Peter said. It's the name of Jesus, mm -hmm. but it's through faith in the name that made the man strong. And so our faith in the name then becomes important because it's not just the name that made the man strong. Mm -hmm. It was faith in the name that made the man strong. And, you know, the church often says, you know, you know, because the scripture said the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And that's true, right? Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that God is not looking to see whether we have faith in the name. Right. In other words, if the just shall live by faith, we need to understand that God is always looking to see if that's how we're living. Mm. He's looking for faith. Right. Jesus said in another context, when the Son of Man comes, shall he find faith, faith in the earth? Yes. He's looking for faith. Mm -hmm. And if God is saying we're to live by faith, what makes us think that in our day-to-day -day living, God's not looking to see if we're living faithfully? Yes, true. He's looking to see if we have faith. Yes. Now, to see this a little bit clearer, if we stay in the book of Acts for a second, let's go to uh, Acts 14. Acts 14, verse 8. And it says there in verse 8, And there sat a certain man at Lystra, impotent in his feet, being a cripple from his mother's womb, who never had walked. This man never walked in his life. Mm -hmm. Now watch this. The same heard Paul speak, who steadfastly beholding him and perceiving that he had faith to be healed, said with a loud voice, Stand upright on thy feet. And he leaped and walked. Mm -hmm. Now, we can focus on the fact that this man who never walked before right. received the miracle of healing. Mm -hmm. And he leaped and he walked. 
But we, but we need to focus as well on verse 9. Because there it says that this man who never walked before heard Paul speak. And then Paul steadfastly, mean intently, was looking at this man. Mm. He didn't glance at him. He was looking at him intently. He intently behold, beheld the man. He intently was looking at him. Mm. And in that intense looking, that intense gaze, it Jesus. says he perceived Jesus. that the man had faith to be healed. Yes, Jesus. This is why it's important that we have to understand God is looking for our faith. Wow. Here's Paul, a man who was inspired by the Holy Ghost to write more than half of the New Testament. He's there, anointed of God. Yes. And he's looking with the eyes of God and he's looking mm. for something. Does this man have faith to be healed? Wow. How many of you know faith can be seen? Yes, we saw in Mark really. chapter 2 mm -hmm. when the, the four friends were carrying a man sick of the palsy and they couldn't get into the house and they went up and they broke up the roof. Mm -hmm. And the scripture said when they broke up the roof, they let the man down on his bed and Mark 2 and 5 says, and when Jesus saw their faith, yes, Jesus, he said to the man sick of the palsy, right? Yes. Your sins are forgiven you. Yes. Is when he saw their faith can be seen. Yes. God sees faith. Amen. He looks for faith and he sees faith and he also sees when faith is absent. Mm. So that's why it's so important for us to not assume that the faith is there. And here's the other thing though that is so critical for us. Glory to God in heaven. It's so critical for us. Paul looked at this man intently and saw that he had faith to be healed. And then he spoke to him and, and, and he spoke words of healing. What would have happened if Paul looked at him and saw that he didn't have faith to be healed? Jesus. Paul would have kept on his way. Amen? Yeah. And it's not because healing is not available. It's because Paul looked at that man and said, he don't have the faith to be healed. Yes. Amen. That's important. Here's the other thing that's really important. And, and baby, we really have to get this one. He Notice, the scripture said, Paul looked at him and perceived he had faith to be healed. Not that he had faith. Mm -hmm. It was yes, specific. It was specific. He had faith mm -hmm. to be healed. Why is that important? Because sometimes we have to understand. We act as if faith is something that is equally strong in every area of life. No, it's not. No, it's not. Some people are very strong in the area of believing God for finances, but they're very weak when it comes to believing Jesus. God for healing. Some people are very strong in, in believing God will use them mighty in ministry, but they don't, they're not very strong in the faith when it comes to forgiving people mm. and allowing God to yes. fight their battles. Yes. So we have to understand faith is not our faith. It's not equally strong in every area of life. Yes, Jesus. And here's the other thing. Let's, let's, let's break it down to another level. Even in the areas in which your faith is strong, it's not always strong. Hmm. Life is complicated. So on certain days and in certain seasons, your faith for healing could be strong. And then, because life has twisted you like a pretzel and storms are coming and bills are due and all the rest Jesus. of it, on a particular time, not so much. You ever been there where there's times you believe God like a champ and then other times you can't, you, you like, right? You, you, you're not so sure about things anymore? Jesus. So we have to understand, faith is not some generic one-size-fits-all occasions type Amen. of thing sometimes we will find that yes maybe somebody the same person can be strong faith for healing strong, weak in believing for deliverance from an addiction yeah. they can be strong in believing for finances but weak in believing that god is going to give them a godly spouse mm. they can be strong over here in terms of ministering to thousands but weak when it comes to faith in confronting their child 
playing Jesus. too much video games. Jesus. <laughs> Glory to God. So we have to understand that, one, faith is not generic. Paul didn't just see that the man had faith. He saw that the man had faith to be healed. And then other times we need to understand that faith is not strong in every area of our lives. So now here's the question for us. In those times when we're talking about, well, God didn't answer in this situation or that situation. Again, not saying we know all the answers. This right. is really important. Mm -hmm. We're not saying we know all the answers. But one of the questions we have to ask ourselves, did I have faith to be healed? Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah. Did I have faith to be healed? Jesus said, and we're talking about faith, faith in God, right? That's an important thing we, we talked about in past lessons. It's not just faith. It's faith in God. Jesus cursed the fig tree. He's, Peter says, the fig tree is dried up at the roots. Well, he said, have faith in God. Yeah. But then he also said, if you speak to this mountain, say, be thou removed, be thou cast in the sea, and don't doubt in your heart, but believe that those things which you say shall come to pass, you shall have whatever you say. Mm -hmm. Then he says, therefore, when ye stand praying, forget no, no, before that. Oh, yeah, no, you're right. He did say that. But before that, he said, This way, whatsoever you desire. Right. Yes, he says, right. Whatsoever you desire. Mm -hmm. I love having a, 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 a spouse <laughs> who knows the Bible because she keep me honest. Because <laughs> you're absolutely right. He does say, Whatever you say, pray, forget. I jumped ahead. But he said, Whatsoever things you desire, right. when you pray, mm -hmm. believe that you receive yeah. them and you shall have them. But watch this. When you pray, mm -hmm. when you pray, when you ask God, believe that you receive. Not before, Jesus. not after, when you pray. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing. So when I prayed for healing, was I believing when I was praying? That's just a fair question that we can't be too defensive to examine. Mm -hmm. Right? Again, there's a faith to be healed. And Paul saw it in this man. He perceived it in this man. And then he spoke words of healing to this man. Jesus. And this man received the healing. And so we have to just be honest. Because that's where we're, that's where God's going to meet us. Amen. He's going to meet us when we're humble. And we're honest enough to examine where we are. Amen. And so um, why doesn't God always heal? Sometimes faith is absent. Or mm -hmm. it's lacking. Doesn't mean it's it's not uh, fixable. Um, Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith, Amen. And He can certainly um, uh, shore up any weak spots we have. Yes. But if we pretend as if we don't have them, then God can't heal a hurt that you're hiding, Amen. Mm -hmm. And so we have to be honest in that regard. Now, with that, let's go to Matthew. We're gonna just. Um, we're going to stop a few places, but we're going to move quickly here. And we're going to go to Matthew chapter 8. So we're talking about having faith for healing. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So let's start at verse 1. And we're going to look at a, 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 a number of instances and take a couple of nuggets from them that hopefully we can apply to our lives. So Matthew 8 verse 1. It says, when he, Jesus, was come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. And behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou can make me clean. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. And so we, we just stopped there with this one, right? Mm -hmm. Knowing that the leper, amen, um, you know, said to Jesus, you know, he said, Lord, if you, if thou wilt, in other words, if you are willing, mm -hmm. if you are willing, if you will, or if you are willing, you can make me clean. Mm -hmm. And what was Jesus answer? First of all, he touched the man and we mm -hmm. could preach about that one, but we won't do that one today. <laughs> he touched the leper and mm -hmm. we can, we can talk about those things, but he touched the leper and he said, I'm willing. Be thou clean. So we know from this then, Jesus was willing to heal this leper. Right. We know that Jesus is the son of God. Mm -hmm. We know that Jesus is God. And we know from the Bible that God is no respecter of persons. Yeah. So if, if, if Jesus was willing to heal the leper, right. then Jesus is willing to heal you. Yes, amen. See, that's a nugget we have to take from this. Because many times, we have no question of God's ability to heal. 
It's his willingness that sometimes makes us shaky. Let this settle it once and for all in your life, right? Again, we're talking about living by faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word. Let the word establish the faith in you that you just believe. You're not thinking it with yeah. your head. Amen. You're believing it with your heart, yeah. right? Amen. And here, Jesus said, I'm willing to heal. Mm -hmm. And Jesus is no respecter of person. He's with, sometimes you just got to say this. You were willing to heal the leper. You're no respecter of persons. Right. I know you're willing to heal me too. Yeah. You, right? Or you or put, put in your loved one or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. But let's take that from there. The other thing is, Jesus, the Bible tells us in, in Hebrews, the body of Hebrews tells us that Jesus is the express image of God, yes. the express image mm -hmm. of the Father, which means he precisely presents to us <laughs> the mm -hmm. picture of the Father. Jesus said, if you've seen me, yes, you've seen the Father. Mm -hmm. So if Jesus is willing to heal and he's the express image of the Father, then the Father is willing to heal too. Yes. And Jesus said, look, I, I came not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. So if Jesus is willing to heal, the only way he can do it is if it's the Father's will to heal. Yes. Because Jesus said, not my will, but your will be done. He came to do the will of the Father. So if Jesus is healing folk, the mm -hmm. Father wants folk healed. So that's just some, that's just something else we could right. take with us. Mm -hmm. My heavenly Father wants me healed. Amen. Right. So let's settle the question of willingness, and not because we're trying to convince ourselves, but because we look at the word with uh, eyes of knowledge and see. Yes. Jesus said, "I'm willing to heal." Right. Mm -hmm. So let that let let us take that nugget from this. Let's move forward to Matthew eight and five. Now it says, and when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion, a, Rose, uh, a, a Roman military officer, and he was beseeching Jesus. And he said, Lord, my servant lies home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. Mm -hmm. And Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. This shows the heart of God. Yeah. The centurion didn't even ask him to come to his house. Mm-hmm. You didn't even ask him to come. Nope. But look the willingness of Jesus to be of service, to be of mm -hmm. help. I'll, I'll come. Yeah. And the centurion has to say to him, no, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof. But speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. Yes. For I'm a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he marveled and said, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so faith, so great faith, no, not in Israel. And then let's jump down to verse 13. And then Jesus said to the centurion, Go thy way, as thou hast believed, so be it done unto you. And the servant was healed in the, in the same hour. Mm -hmm. So let's take, uh, uh, let's take this nugget from this passage when it comes to healing and faith for healing. We took from the first one, right, that Jesus mm -hmm. is willing to heal. Let's take from this one that the word of God heals. Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. The centurion says, speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. In other words, you don't have to come to my house. You don't have to lay hands on me. <laughs> yep. You don't have to get out some anointed oil. You don't have to, to speak in tongues. You don't have to hold a revival. You don't have, right? We, none of these things. Of Speak things. the word only. The word only. And I'll be healed. Stay right here. I'm just going to read in your hearing, but I ask you to write this down. Write down Psalm 107, verse 20. Psalm 107, verse 20. It says, talking about God, He sent His word and healed them mm. and delivered them from their destructions. Yes. He sent his word and healed them, talking about he healed his people. Yes. And delivered them from his instructions. So how did he heal and deliver them? By sending his word. Amen. So you say, well, I don't know if God can send the word. You send God's word. You send God's word into your body. Amen. Yes. When you speak, you send God's word into your child's body. You send God's word. That's why it's so important to know the word when it comes to healing. You send that word 
but also know that God will send a word to you. It doesn't have to be some theatrics. It doesn't have to be some great production. Just a word Amen. spoken Amen. by God. Amen. He sent his word and healed him. The centurion and Jesus said, wow, what faith he has. Believe that. Lord, all you got to do is send your word. Yes. My servant is miles away. You can just send your word. Amen. Huh? My sick cousin is in Atlanta, in California. We're, we're thousands of miles apart. But Lord, it doesn't matter. You can just send yes. your word Amen. and heal them. Glory Amen. to God. Amen. Amen. Faith for healing. Glory to God. Let's keep going. Let's go to staying in Matthew. Let's go to Matthew 8 and 14. And when Jesus was coming to Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother laid and sick of a fever. And he touched her hand, and the fever left her, and she arose and ministered unto them. Mm. Simple, isn't it? Amen. Yep. What are we going to take from this one? Mm. Well, what, what about this? Let's go back from the beginning. From leprosy to to sick of the palsy, grievously tormented, to little old fever. Now, I'm not trying to diminish what Peter's mother-in-law was doing, but it ain't the same as being grievously tormented by, by being paralyzed. No. It's not the same as having leprosy. No. Doesn't matter. God's not just there for the big stuff. Amen? Amen. So, whether it's leprosy, whether it's being paralyzed, sick of the palsy, grievously tormented, having a fever, doesn't matter. God heals. It can be late stage cancer. Amen. It could be a minor Amen. headache. God Amen. heals. Amen. It doesn't have to be something big. Don't wait for your, your, your small ailment to get bigger because, you know, God got bigger things to do. No. If, you're, if your little toe hurts, amen, pray for healing for your little toe. It doesn't have amen. to be something big and gigantic. Amen. God cares. He cares about the big stuff and the small stuff. Amen. And so if you got a little cough, God will heal that. Mm -hmm. You got the big C, God can heal that too. Amen. Amen. And so so let's just take that from this. Now, here's another thing let's take from this. God, one of the reasons God wants us well, and you got to believe that. Why? Bless the Lord all my soul and all that was in me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord all my soul. Forgive not all his benefits. Forget not all his benefits. Right, who forgives all thy iniquities and does what? Heal all thy diseases. Yes. Why does he want to do that? Because he wants you healthy and whole. Hmm. He wants you whole. Amen. And part of it, though, is, you know, and this is not to say that with, with ailments or with, with even disabilities that we can't minister. But, you know, it's hard. It's. It's harder to minister from a sick bed than it is if you're yes, healthy and is. whole. Yes, Amen. And, you know, Peter's mother-in-law was laid out. But yes. once she was healed, what? She was able to do what? Minister. Yes. She was able, Amen. She was able to serve. Mm -hmm. And God wants us to serve. He wants us to serve in Jesus' name. He wants Amen. us to serve other people. He wants us to be lights Amen. that shine on the hill. He wants us right. to show others, you know, our good works. Mm -hmm. That they may glorify our Father in heaven. He wants us out there, healthy, whole, strong, being able to be used by Him. And in, 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 right, and so, um, you know, so whether it's something little or whether it's big, God is He cares about that. He's willing. He's able. He cares about it. And for us, you know, when you get your healing, it's not so that you can, you know, look good in your dress or in your pantsuit or your 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 three piece suit or whatever and all the rest of that you know i mean that, that, that's fine but do something for somebody amen <laughs> let god use you amen yes amen amen with your healed self praise god now let's keep going let's go to verse 16 and 17 and then we're going to leave here in a minute so then notice how all this is in matthew yes we only got up to, what, 15 verses, and we're seeing healing, 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 right? Yeah. Let's go to verse 16. When the even was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils, and he cast out the spirits with what? A word. His word. Mm -hmm. His word heals, amen? His word heals. He cast out spirit with his word and healed all that were sick. Why did he do that? That it might be fulfilled 
which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Mm -hmm. And that's what we were reading before in Isaiah 53. Mm -hmm. So Jesus was healing in fulfillment of scripture. Yes. Amen. And, and, and look what it says. That he himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. There are so many times when, uh, you know, in, in, when God brings this verse to my remembrance, especially when I have something, I then say, then this thing doesn't belong to me. <laughs> right. Right? Because if, if, if Jesus took my infirmities and bore my sicknesses, then why I got them? Right. I let them go. They don't belong to me. Jesus took them. That's one of the things I say for myself. That's easier to say about yourself than for somebody else. But you can encourage somebody else yes. in this regard, right? That Jesus, this is this is a burden. Jesus is our burden bearer. He is the one that took upon himself yes. sin Amen. and became sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of God. He took upon all this. Yes. That's why he was on the cross Amen. taking all this on his body. Yeah. And so if we rise up in faith, we say, then why should I take it in mind? Right. Um, and so we see that. But, you know, he, 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 he cast out the spirits and he healed people with his word. And he did this in fulfillment of scripture. Mm -hmm. You know, Psalm 119 and 89 says, Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Amen. Amen. And that's wonderful. Yep. But we don't live in heaven. So the question is, is his word settled for us here on earth? Mm. It's settled in heaven. Angels ain't up there going, I wonder, I wonder if... No, it's yeah. settled mm -hmm. up there. We need to have the same mentality here. Yes. If it's settled in heaven, here I am on earth, it's settled right here yeah. in my heart Amen. here on earth. Amen. Mm -hmm. Let the word, you right, it's settled. settled. God's a healer. It's settled. Mm -hmm. God is willing to heal me. It's settled. It's a big sickness, small sickness, don't matter. He'll do it. Amen. It's settled. Amen. Mm -hmm. Glory to God. Let's settle it. Uh, God said in Isaiah 55, my word will not come back to me void. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. It will accomplish what he pleases and prosper in the thing whereto he sent it. Right? He said, my word's not coming back to me, boy. Mm -hmm. Which means repeat God's word back to him. Lord, you said. Yes. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Mm -hmm. You said. You yeah. heal me. You said. By the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. You said. Yes. He took all my infirmities and bare my sicknesses in his body. Yes. Amen. Right? Amen. Amen. So, now, having just gone through this, and we were taking little nuggets out of this, a couple of things. One, this ain't Sunday school, man. This is not, you know, where, you know, we could say the right thing, do the right things, feel good, and go home. No, because this is real, man. Yeah, People yeah. are sick. Yeah. You know, even, you know, with COVID, pre-COVID, other things. COVID ain't the only sickness in the world. I know that's all we hear about now. But it's not like all the other sicknesses took a vacation and a holiday, Right? You know, accidents haven't taken a vacation and right. a holiday. People mm -hmm. are getting hurt. People are sick. People are, right, got ailments. High blood pressure didn't take a holiday. None of that stuff. Stress, mm -hmm. heart attack, none of that. Amen. This is serious business. And so, yes. you know, like I said, listen, my wife and I, my family, your family, other families, we've been through this where we've lost loved ones that we earnestly prayed for their healing and restoration. Amen. So this is not a light thing. And... And no one's just saying abracadabra is all going to be fixed. No, this is hard. But here's the thing. The Bible tells us that we need to earnestly contend for the faith. Yes. Earnestly contend for the faith. See, as much as you want to be healed, the devil wants to keep your healing from you. Yep. So we have to earnestly contend for this. We have to roll up our sleeves. We have to be serious about it. We have to be diligent. We have to persevere. We have to be willing not to give up. We have to be tenacious. We have to be like Jacob when he's wrestling with the man all night. And the man's Amen. telling him, let me go. And he Amen. said, I'm not letting go till you bless me. Jesus. 
Amen. That's the tenacity that we have to have. I'm not letting go of this word until I see it come to pass in my life. I'm not letting go till you bless me, till you heal me. Amen. Is that easy? No, but why is that the question? Right? We contend earnestly for the faith. Yeah. Right? We fight the good fight of faith. Because if we don't, then we stand no chance. Mm-hmm. Amen. If we fight the good fight, if 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 we contend for the faith, if we persevere, if we won't let go till we're blessed, if we won't let go, right? Yes. Then maybe we can be like David, who he says, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen our heart. Why? He said, what? Because he said, I have fainted. Unless I believe. Unless I believe to see the goodness of the Lord. And he said, I would have given up. But I believed I was going to see the goodness of God in my lifetime. Glory to God. I would have given up. But I believed that I was going to see the goodness of God. I know that's some people's testimony right there. Because the only reason why you're still here is because you believe that you're going to see the goodness of God in your lifetime. I know that. Mm -hmm. Amen. Because you've been through some stuff. Amen. You've been through some stuff. You've seen some things. Amen. Amen. You know, you experience some things. You feel some things that you haven't told nobody but God. And the only reason why you're still here is because you believe you're going to see the goodness of God in your lifetime. Amen. That's the only thing that's keeping you going. You got that tenacity like Jacob, and I'm not letting go till he blessed me. Yeah. That's how we have to be with our healing. Amen. Glory to God. That's how we have to be with our healing. But this is not some light thing. This is not some... Oh, you hear a nice teaching and some encouragement on it, and now everything is fixed. No, no. life's not like that. And, and and I would be doing a disservice to anyone by coming and just pretending that it is. Yeah. I don't have time for Amen. preachers like that who act like because they give you, like, like life's a sitcom. In 30 minutes, your life is going to be fixed. You know how sitcoms are and dramas <laughs> are, right? A problem in the beginning, but by the end of the show, everybody's happy. It, no, life ain't like that. Not at all. It's complicated. Yes, indeed. But it ain't. But listen, the life giver is able to give us victory. Amen. In every circumstance, but we're gonna have to fight for it. Amen. We're gonna have to contend for the faith. Now, let, let's end here with something. When we talked about Psalm one twenty, so I'm sorry, one hundred seven, verse twenty. Mm-hmm. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. And then we see here in Matthew 8 and 16 that he was casting out spirits and healing people with his word. Right. Now, what we have, and we've, we've had this before, but I, I actually took something out of a bigger, a bigger packet of teaching that we have. And, and baby, I want us to put this online okay. so people can get this if they want. Okay. Because what this is, is over a hundred healing scriptures. Yes. Don't have to look them up. I'm not saying this is all that's in the Bible. Amen. But you don't have to look them up. But from Genesis to Revelation. Amen. There's scriptures in here with the references. And it's all written out. Right. Over a hundred scriptures. That deal with healing. Amen. amen. Things that will encourage you. Amen. Uh, Exodus 15 and 26. I am the Lord God that healeth thee. Amen. That's easy to remember. Yes. And it's the word. I am the Lord God that healeth thee. Psalm 30 and 2. Just giving some examples. Oh Lord my God, I cried out to you and you healed me. When, when we're going through, the word of God can encourage us. The word of God is anointed. The word of God is something we can, right? It, it causes our faith to come. We amen. can speak it. We can send the word, amen, and, and send it to God, and it won't return to him void, and we yeah. can send it into our loved ones and, and healing, and, right? But a hundred over a hundred scriptures. Yeah. I just want to put this okay. online, and anybody can get it, amen. amen. And let the, and listen, I got this in my phone, mm-hmm. right? Because now, right, you can put things into the cloud on your phone, yeah. documents, pull them up, read them. 
Amen. Mm-hmm. Why? Right? We, I don't know anybody whose phone's not with them ninety-seven percent of the time. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Your Bible ain't with you ninety-seven percent, but your phone is, mm-hmm. and you can pull this up. Amen. Yeah. You can get this scripture into your spirit. Yeah. Right. You can read them. You, you gotta read all a hundred, or you can read all a hundred. Right. You can't overdose on the word. <laughs> nope. So you can read all a hundred at one time or not. Mm-hmm. But the point is. If Jesus sends his word to heal and God sends his word to heal and yeah. faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God and God is looking like Paul did to see if we have faith to be healed, then it's a good thing to get some healing word in your spirit. Yes. Yes. Amen. So that the faith can come, the faith for healing can come. Amen. And we can see more healing and have fewer questions about God and his Again, it's not going to solve everything. God is still God, and he's still sovereign. And this is not some, you, you know, like we say, your whole life problems are solved type thing. Right. But I believe that this can be helpful to amen. us as we combine this with our diligence. Amen. So we're going to put this online. Yeah. Anybody can get it. Amen. And share it. Right? Because yeah. sickness is all around. But we have a God who can heal. Amen faith for healing. Amen. So glory to God for this. Amen. And we praise God for the Bible study. Amen. Tonight. Amen. Amen. Let's pray tonight. And uh, we'll go down from here. Father, we bless your name. Yes, glory Father. To God. We thank just you, thank Jesus. you, Lord. Glory to God. Father, we just thank you. Yes, Father. That's it. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. We just bless thank you, Jesus. You, Lord. Bless you, Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, O oh God. Glory to your name, Father. Bless you, Jesus. We just God. thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. And we just give you praise. Yes, Father. Bless you, Jesus. You're a good God. Yes, you are, God. I'm like you, God. Father, yes, increase God. our faith Father. for healing. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Increase our faith, O oh God. Yes, Lord. Help us to believe in you even the more. Yes, Father. And we just thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. We lift up our hands and we bless you. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We just praise the Lord tonight. Amen. So pray that you're encouraged. Amen. And that, um, amen, that uh, we can see the goodness of God in the land of the living, amen, amen. in our lives. And so, praise God for you, amen. Look forward to seeing you next time, amen. amen. Um, and prayerfully, we'll see you on Sunday. But until then, uh, keep praying, keep believing, amen. Keep walking by faith, living by faith, because uh, that is how God wants us to be, amen. amen. So we'll see you next time. Uh, we'll pray for you, keep praying. For us. Amen. Amen.